We have been very blessed throughout this year to have heard from some of the other C3 pastors in South Australia. We hear from Pastor Bruce fairly regularly because he's our state director. And uh, we hear from Pastor Ian because he's our levels overseers. But sometimes I think it's easy to imagine that there are other C3s hidden away in the woodwork that perhaps we never get to hear about and experience. And uh, C3 Melrose Park isn't exactly hidden away in the woodwork, but we have as yet to be blessed by Pastor Jude speaking, but this morning changes all that. So I want you to, to welcome a guy who has, uh, he, and he, he brought his church into the C3 movement nearly a decade ago, and since then he, and, he has led his church through some amazing challenges. And the, the great thing about Jude, Jude isn't just a survivor. Jude isn't just a skin-of-your-teeth type person. He has brought his church into a victorious, jubilant, joyful and overcoming place that really speaks to the spirit that he has inside of him. So I'm anticipating incredible things, not to put any pressure on him this morning. But I want you to give a warm Nord welcome to Pastor Jude Blaney. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure whatsoever. No pressure. Fantastic. Yeah, that's that'll do. That's cool. I've just got to turn my new iPhone 6 on so, so that I can preach from it. No, it's okay. I, I, this is the first time I'm actually going to preach from this little baby, so this will be very interesting for me. I've got my iPad mini here just in case I go, oh, excuse the French. Crap, I can't read it. Let's go to the other one. Yeah, yeah, we've all got that. Um, you asked me to preach on something, and 30 seconds ago, God just changed tack. So, it's cool. Which I'm really happy with, because uh, what I had to preach was good. Don't, don't get me wrong. But I just need to pray for you two guys straight away first, if you could just come out. Church, these are your pastors. They carry a weight. Whether, you, whether they counsel you direct or someone else counsels you or someone else prays for you that they've, they've asked to pray for you, they still carry a weight and a responsibility. And in God, it is actually, it's a God principle that you actually be, need to be blessing them and uplifting them and praying for them. So before I even start to pray for them, I want to put a challenge for you. When was the last time you blessed these guys? I don't mean just on a Sunday, as in, oh, that was a good word, Pastor, or oh, that was a good word, Pastor, or yes, Pastor, that was a good word. Or I don't mean that, I mean as in, you know, when did you go out for coffee and get to the counter and pay before they did? I mean physical blessing. If they're your pastors, they're your pastors. It's not rocket science, it's pretty straightforward. Guys, I need to say this. John chapter 4, verse 36 says, Do not say the harvest is yet four months away. Do not say that. The fields are white to harvest now. God is going to shift the way you even think about church, even the way you do church. He's shifting it because He's having to shift you from this place that you've been in. And it's been like a watering hole. It's been like an oasis that you've sat in for so many years. And you start to see bits and pieces wrapping around and, and, and visions coming alive that you've been dreaming for years. 
God says, do not say it's still four months away. Do not say that. Don't start thinking, oh, it's there or it's when this happens. No, no, no. It's now. God says, it's now. See it as a now. Make your faith a now faith, not a future faith. That's one of the big changes that's going to exist inside you. That is, God is going to stretch you. You've got a great group of people here. Amazing group of people. There'll be a lot of churches in Australia who are five, six times the size of this that would love your team that we've got here. Honestly, you've got a really good team. And God is going to call on you to do the big ask of them even a bigger way. God is going to stretch you to actually go, I, I can't be doing this anymore. I've got to get someone else to do it. Sorry, guys. I've just got to get someone else to do this. But that's all part of the growth in you guys. But don't say when this happens. Think outside the box. Even that little thing that we spoke about just before, so I'm going to mention that here now. But that is part of this. Don't say that's when this happens. No, it's now. Start thinking in the now. Start looking in the now. Start seeing in the now. Even if it is 10 years away, you're still seeing it in the now. Because that's the shift, God. The other thing God spoke to me as I was sitting at a coffee shop this morning, having my double latte with only half the milk, so it was almost like a long back. Because um, I love coffee. Um, God was saying this to me. He says that He sees you. I think this is for you. He sees you. You think He's overlooked you. You actually think He's almost forgotten you. Not rejected you, but just... But He sees you. He sees everything you've done. He sees the tears. He sees the anger. He sees the stomping around the room. He sees the chucking little tantrums. But he sees it all, but he loves you. And he's going to reward you for that. Just lift your hands, guys. Let's put your hands towards your pastors. Father, right now, Lord God, I release this new day upon them. New day upon this church, Lord God. It is a new day. It is not like the old. It is a new day. Father, now, break that anointing upon him. Now, 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 now. Break it upon her, Lord God, like a flask of oil. Like that fragrant flask of oil. There it goes. There it is. There it is. Whoa. Stronger right now by your spirit, Lord God. Break that. Break it open. Just all over her, Lord God. There it is. Fragrance of your spirit upon her right now. In Jesus' name. need to get away for a couple of days it's almost like a retreat not a sex retreat but just a retreat <laughs> you can do that that's okay because you're married you're allowed to if you weren't you weren't allowed to but, but what you need to do is just get away and just get some time just not talking about what you've got now but what's coming in the future you just need to do a little bit of creative visionary go for walks have a nice glass of red, really nice glass of red. Kelmaster wine, which would be really cool, some of that. You know, just, just, just let that seep into you. Bless you guys. Five years ago, this is great, Geordie. Five years ago, this is what God shifted him into, and I'm, this is the first time I'm sharing this story, so this is pretty, pretty good. Five years ago, the C3 church that we were, C3 Marion, uh, was sued 
powerful matters that took place 40 years ago, long before our leadership, long before even our connection with C3. What ended up happening was that for five years we fought a legal case that cost us hundreds of thousands of dollars, just in legal fees alone. But we just kept holding the line because there is nothing else you can do when you're confronted with a situation that is beyond your ability to control. Don't, don't, that control's not a dirty word, it's a good word. God wants you to actually manage what you're doing. Understand, okay? Beyond your ability to control, and it's not your fault. I had to wear that personally, that this wasn't my fault. I didn't cause this. Then I had to lead the church through this. And so we went through five years of sitting in lawyers' offices, of sitting in barristers' offices. and uh, Barristers aren't cheap. We went our first hour and a half with him. Like we did an hour and a half. It was $2,500. Just for an hour and a half. And it didn't give us any answers. It was just like having a coffee together. I mean, can I be a barrister? God, please. Thank you, Jesus. kept holding the line before this happened back in 2005 God gave me a dream I woke up in the middle of the night and uh, this dream was I was in a bus we went down to this intersection we turned right from this intersection then we went up a road then we turned left and then we pulled in and this plethora of young people were waiting for us that was the dream and I went that's pretty cool I thought, oh, well, you know, the church is going to get some young people in. Hey, that's really cool because I'm pretty young myself. You know, look at me. Um, I'm all that sort of stuff. Then we had this court case hit us. Then last October, we actually sat down with all the plaintiffs. And we agreed to a confidential settlement, which again was significant amount of money. It, it just significant. I, I'm not allowed to tell you what it is because it's, yeah, but, but you understand when I mean significant, I mean significant. You know, you would buy more than one house with it. Let's just say that. Even here. And I had to get up before the church and tell the church this is what we reached. And all the while, I just, while I had this peace, I had this huge emotional turmoil of having to communicate something that one wasn't my fault wasn't our doing and is no longer connected with us it was 40 years ago and it's like I just had to communicate so I did settled we felt God had said to us that we were moving anyway as a, as, as a church we went looking for a new building through a long story sort we established a new C3 church no longer connected with the old and on August 4th this year we were able to buy a 1.2 million dollar property without having a cent loan so we've now got the building program which we're right in the midst of now you know it's whole hill so this settlement occurred in October in November God gave me another dream and the stream was that I went down this road, turned right, went up this road, turned left, and I was trying to get back 
this tray of something that was stolen from me. And I was able to get it back. And then I went down this road, turned right, up this road, turned left, and turned into this place. So that was the dream. And I, in the dream, I was only able to get a certain part of that tray back that had been stolen from me. And I was whinging and complaining to God at like four in the morning, saying, God, that's not fair. You, you know, you said you were always going to be with me. You said the enemy cannot steal from me. You said that you would pay back sevenfold. Why is it that I'm getting less back than what was stolen from me? God, what is the deal? I began to complain to him and bitterly, this is at four in the morning, I am bitter. I am, I am angry. I am like, I'm brutal. Like I'm black and white. I'm a cleric personality. When I get brutal, I get brutal. I get angry. I get really, I get really like, I get really, really focused and full on and, and, and people who are near me pay the price for it, you know. They pay this ultimate, you know, just, it's okay, yeah, that's shit. So, then he says, no, 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 remember the dream you had 2005? I remember that other dream and I went, and then instantly God says, where are you now? In our church building, to get to our new church building. You go down a road, you turn right at a set of lights, you go up a road, you turn left at a set of lights, you go along and you turn in. Instantly, God says, I had this planned 10 years ago, even before the court matter came. I had my plans for you set in concrete. For the Bible says, for I know the plans for you, says the Lord, and they are good. They are good. They are good. You might have come here this morning and thought, my goodness me, God's plans for me are not good. I'm going to tell you, it doesn't matter what hits your world. It doesn't matter what people are saying. It doesn't matter the words that have been spoken over you in the past. God's plans for you are good. When you have that understanding and you have that faith, what ends up happening is that you shift out of what I spoke to these guys about. You shift out of the now into the place of faith, the future. And you see differently. You look across the panorama of your life and you go, that's why. That's why. but there's a church in you. There's a church in you. But I see that, you know, Joshua, Moses, tabernacle, and Joshua stayed in the tabernacle. That's you. Bite your time, it's okay. But there's a church in you. It's actually in this city too. It's not elsewhere there's like it's there God's going to birth it out of this place and you're going to see it others are going to be amazed at it 
I see a plethora of young adults running towards you guys, absolutely flying at a million miles an hour. They're like pouring down the street. You know that, that running of the, of, of the bulls? That's what they're doing. They're running towards you guys. They're not running from bull. They're actually running for the things they like, but they're actually running towards you. Father, right now, bless that. And cool. There it is. Now. 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 Oh, there it is. Just It's like you guys are leaning into this. Oh, such a presence of God is all over this. deeper. In Jesus' name, deeper. Deep, deep, deep right there. Oh, God has dug that thing out. There it is right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. It's in you as well. There's a burden that's coming upon you that's so deep. It's of God. And it's a godly scriptural burden for the lost. Father God, let that be so upon their life. In Jesus' name. guys need to pray for you yeah fantastic I cannot remember your names and I'm really sorry names Ben and Georgia awesome all I know of them is the young couple That's, <laughs> I, I met you guys with like you must have been 14 or something I remember you were, yeah probably yeah so you know like <clears throat> that was when I was about 20 <clears throat> plus a few years In a different way to these guys, there's a church in you. Yeah, there is. There, there is. There's a real gift for you to unpack the Word of God and speak to your generation just with straightness based on the principles of God. And God is telling you to not sit behind what other people have said about you but to speak out what you see. Stop sitting behind whatever it is that you sit behind. I'm only this. This is what I've always done. I just love doing this. God says, no, no, no. That's just the start. It's time you actually spoke out the word. I don't know whether you preach here. I don't know whether you share communions, but you should. And I don't know who you're, who you're mentoring. I don't know who you're discipling. But you should be. You've got to be speaking into someone's life. It says stop. Stop saying that's for someone else. And speak into someone's life. Grab them. Almost like physically, not be violent, but almost be violent with them. And, and, and just, just come with me. We're having coffee together right now. 
but it's like, you know, you, that it's not like me. I say that violently, but you, there's a strength in you that would actually say, we need to do this. That's what is in you. Don't lose. That's, that's God. Step out, step over, step into. That's what the plan of God is for you. As you do that, then fresh vision will start to come upon you and you'll start to see the bigger future that God's got for you. Because at the moment, I feel like you're seeing something that's very small. God says, don't think small. Stop, stop thinking here. Stop thinking little. You have got an amazing potential to speak even into business, ladies. There's a presence. There's a aura uh, there's an atmosphere about your world that it's got this about it this roll the shoulders back I know who God's called me to be I know what I'm meant to do don't ever be afraid of that even when you're in front of it, God's going to bring you before some very prominent business people and some very prominent government officials and, and you are going to be faced with great fear because how will they perceive me? What will they think of me? God says, you will remember this when you're in front of them. But I'll put words in your mouth and my spirit upon you, says the Lord. And you will speak with all boldness. And they'll go, we need to hear more from you. It's almost like there'll, there'll be a job offer for uh, to work for somebody in prominence. So I don't know what you do, but it's almost like I need your voice in my world. It's like they'll, 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 they'll want to gravitate towards it. And that's all part of your training as a, as a couple. It's, it's part of who you are and God, what God has created you to be. Don't be fearful of what is around you. Get that Holy Ghost boldness. Roll your shoulders back and go, this is us. Bring it on. Come on, baby. Bring it on. Bring it on. Lift your hands out towards God. Just hold each other's hands. Awesome, Father, right now in Jesus' name. Let your presence, let your anointing fall. Let it fill them, their hearts, let it fill their minds in Christ Jesus. Father God, let him lift up his eyes and see. Let her spirit be strong, Lord God, like the strength of a Deborah. Father God, right now, like the strength of a Barnabas, let that be upon him, Lord God. Father, that he will know how to get alongside people and know how to believe in them. He'll know how to speak into the life and into their world. Father, I thank you for that. I release that upon them in Jesus' name. Amen. So God's word is truth. When God says, for my plans for you are good, they are always good. We don't always see the full outcome. We don't always see the full deal. We don't always think and understand what God has got before us because we are usually bound by our own limits of our sight of our hearing, of our smell. But God is an unlimited God because He lives and breathes in a spiritual realm which sits outside the realm of our natural understanding and it actually sits over the top of and into everything you see and do. So when God says it's possible, it's possible. When God says you're going to plant a church, He already sees it as done because Time is not in His realm. Time is in our realm. We get old. We are all that stuff. Time's there. But God exists outside of time. So He says it's already happened. Gentlemen on the end there, can I pray for you? No, no, no. The, 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 yes. Thank you very much. Chris, is it? Is this Chris? Fantastic. Too many Chris's. 
Put your hands out, Chris. There's great opposition to what you are trying to do. But God says, don't worry about the opposition, stand in faith. For whether you get to the end, whether you actually break through is not the issue. The issue is your faith. For indeed, I will open a door when it seems like there is no door to even be opened. I will make a way when there seems like there is nothing but a brick wall in front of you. When it seems like it's a denial, I'll turn it into a yes, says God. I will make a way when there is no way. As you walk in faith, I see others gathering around towards you. I've got this really unusual picture, Chris. And that is that, have a look at your five hand, your fingers and your thumb. Have, just have a look down at your fingers and your thumb. I want you to imagine there is a person hanging off every single one of those. That's what you've got. You've got all these people connected to you. And it's like they're, they're, they're connected here, they're connected here. And, they're, they're, it's, it's like, and you think, God, I, I can't stretch anymore. I, I, can't, I can't go any further. I can't reach anybody else, God. My fingers and thumbs are stretched to the max. And God says, look beyond and see who they're connected to. 10 times 10 is 100. 100 times 10 is 1,000. 10 to the power of 4 is 10,000. 10 to the power of 5 is 100,000. See the impact of what you're doing. Don't look at the 10. See beyond it to the impact of what God's got for you. Just close your eyes. Father, right now, in Jesus' name, let your blessing be upon him. Now, in Jesus' name. Awesome. Five more minutes. If I insist, awesome. If I don't insist, well, I'll sit down. It's fine. Sit down. There you go. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, what do you know? Yeah. Some stuff, yes. Tell me something you know. That's good, was it? Oh, good. So what else do you know? How about you two stand up? What do you know? I'm serious, what do you know? Give me something you know. God is good. Give me something you know. <laughs> oh, you're in unity, that's good. Yeah. God is good. You guys hold hands. I see a really rocky journey. Real massive opposition. Yeah, just failure, despair, hopelessness. No! <laughs> Had you, but didn't I? <laughs> you know, that statement, God is good. I just, I, God said to me, wait, get, make them tell you something. That's what your life is based on. That's what it's actually based on. Is That's the foundation. It's like, that's the big thing you stand on is that regardless of what happens, regardless of whether we win, lose, who cares? God is good. 
And that's the fact, it's like there's this natural resonance with that statement inside you. It's a, it's a natural truth to you. It's like a, it's a rock to you. It's just, it's it. It's cool. It's going to be great. And because of that, it is great. But there's a church in you. Here's the deal. You've, one of the issues you're going to face is that you've seen the struggles and pain that mum and dad have faced. And it hasn't been easy. There have been times when it's really, really been painful and wounding to you personally as people have walked out the door when they've been really good friends and you've had to change tact with who you connect with and how you connect with them. Because it's just, hey daughter, it's okay. It's all right. God has poured people into your world and he will continue to pour people into your world and these people won't leave. They'll hang around like a bad smell. Good smell too. But God says, don't look at the people. Keep your eyes firmly fixed on me. I'm the author and finisher of your faith. And those things, those dreams, and those things that you dreamed about when you were 12, 13, 14, that is a really big deal to God. God knows them. God remembers them. God sees them. And they're going to come to pass. Right now, it's to be beside mum and dad. But down the track, There's a real rawness inside you. And um, uh, I've watched you from afar, in, you know, just a distance, watched you just in, in who you are and, and the whole God is good thing. I've just watched you. you there's a whole faithness about you. There's a soul. There's, there's this, uh, what I would call a strong core of strength that sits inside you that says, I'm doing this regardless. I don't care if there's five people here. I'm still going to do it. It's not an issue to me. It's, like, oh, it's almost like you've said that at times. I don't care how many people, this is what God has called me to do. And it's because of that that God says you've been faithful in the little that I'll give you the much. God's going to multiply your impact. There's somebody in your workplace, somebody connected with at work that you're going to actually see come to Christ. Somebody that you're actually connected with who, in your work zone, whatever it is. Uh, God is going to bring that person to Christ through you. When you were playing the drums earlier, I had a picture for you, and that was that God was going to give you a new wallet, which means finance. Uh, it's nice and simple. Yes! Can we have that one, God? Who else wants this one? Does anybody else want this pretty one? Sorry, you just lost it. They just got your wallet. I don't know what the deal is there. I see a new wallet coming. In other words, it's like, and it's full. It's got 50 and 100 all notes, and it's like, it's chock. I mean, this thing's what? It's just massive. It's just like, and you're going, Flip a chicken. This is amazing. Wow. It's just phenomenal. You know, like it's just unbelievable. But because you're faithful and little, God will give you the much. And that's the deal. Okay, guys, just lift your hands. Father, right now, I just release that word upon them. Let that flow into them right now in Jesus' name. Father, touch him. There he goes. Touch him by his spirit, Lord God. Lift up all the pain. That's it. There it is. There it is. There it goes. Just stand up if in the last fortnight you've bought a new pair of shoes. Pretty unusual word of knowledge, but that's 
what a word of knowledge is usually is pretty unusual fantastic glad so six of you awesome six one two five six i can't count awesome fantastic if if it was a pair of runners just raise your hand just right up so four pairs of runners two pairs of, okay I'm going to pray for the runners in a second. I'm going to pray for the other two guys first. Can you, where you're standing, can you just raise your hands? The other two people, just raise your hands right now. So I need to say this to you, that God has taken you on a long journey, a long walk. Sometimes you haven't been very close to God. You've been quite a distance away. Other times you've been really close and you know it. But God says, make the decision to stay close. As you make the decision to stay close, He will stay close to you. And through all of your business dealings, through whatever you're involved in, his hand of blessing will be upon your life. And the closer you stay to him, the closer that blessing will be to your world. Wow. Wow. New shoes. Huh? Wow. New shoes mean a new path. A new way. God is over the next 12 months going to reorganize and rejig your world. It's almost like a a system overhaul you've already had one and it's been a successful one and it's dealt with it at one level and God's going to actually unveil some stuff out of your world some stuff that was in your childhood five, six, seven that God is going to actually bring deep healing to that and you are going to be a very different woman you're a different woman now than what you were 12 months ago but I'm telling you in 12 months time devil look out it is just amazing just you go to prayer and as you go to prayer for somebody, don't go prayer looking for what it's going to bring to you, but what it's going to bring to them, and you're going to see the miracles flow. New shoes, new anointing. Now, you four runners. You four runners, hey? Awesome. Are they the new runners? They are? Yeah, they look pretty cool. They're white, which means they probably aren't new. Because white shoes don't normally last very long. <laughs> Unless you don't wear them, then they yeah, last. Let me deal with you two guys. New job. And fulfillment. There's prophetic dreams. There's ambitions. That God wants to bring a season of fulfillment upon your world stuff that's going to lift off stuff that's going to come in it's a new day it's a really new day lift up your eyes believe again hope again trust again speak again you were you, you've actually got a internally you've got a real fire there's a real passion and I reckon there are people that have come and tried to actually almost suppress and block that passion God says daughter throw that thing off you tell that thing where to go this is the voice of God you're listening to. Speak the word of God in the situation and see it change. Absolutely. See it change. See it change. And you'll see it change, ma'am. It's pretty cool. There you go. Pretty good. You're not nervous, are you? Oh. <laughs> Why? What's the deal? What's God saying? I don't, don't get it. Is he connected to you? Yeah. I suppose we better get him to stand up then too. He says, oh, I almost got out of that one. <laughs> Fantastic. I can see you sitting down at a dinner table with a bunch of friends just explaining your faith. And, and, and you're just sitting there. And 
It's almost like um, there's a concept. Is it C3 Cronulla where um, uh, what's his what's his name? James Murray. Fantastic. James Murray has instigated this thing called dinner parties, and I just see you guys putting on dinner parties and sitting down, and in course of conversation, it's like all your faith and your belief in God starts to come out at the table without even trying. You're not even sitting that we're going to talk about a scripture or anything. It's just going to come out. But through that conversation, some key people that you know that don't know God or that you think that don't know God, that have actually walked away from God, are going to come back to Christ. Dinner parties. What a great prophetic word. I'll have that one. Thank you, Jesus. Let me put on dinner parties. Yay, Jesus. But I just see that over your world. Just walk it. That's who you are. That's what God created you to be. Just be it. Because that's where the life is. Young man, can I pray for you? Can you come out the front? I'm going to shake you up a little bit. I don't know. Uh, who are your parents? They're not here? No. Are, are you the only Christian in your family? No. Okay. Fantastic. How old are you? 14. Flip. I'm going to be 14 again. Do you play a musical instrument? No. I just see you standing out the front. I don't know what it is. And you think, oh yeah, church is good, I like it. It's alright. It's cool. Yeah. It's like you got this real sort of like, oh yeah, whatever, laid back. It's like somebody could hit you and five minutes later you go, oh, that's just it's your personality it's who you are you, but people love hanging around you because you, you're just really open there's a, there's, uh, Apostle Paul was talking and he says be all things to all men you've got that capacity I see you travelling the world with God in the future travelling the world you think wow how's that possible of course it's possible anything's possible with God if you would connect with whoever it is that you're going to be mentored with by here and you know I'm not suggesting anybody but you need to grab somebody and someone needs to grab hold of you could be relating to something I said earlier to someone else but we won't go there I just want to say to you this because I don't want to look at anybody in particular just in case they think that I'm looking at them because you know what's the deal there I just don't get that but you need to actually get into the word of God and I don't know whether you read the word of God every day but you need to and you say God I'm hungry for you I'm hungry for you. And God is going to take you on a journey where you're going to get revelation and insight and understanding. And, and it's, it's like it's, it's going to come out of you, not in this show, like, you know, forceful me way. It's actually going to come out through you in your way. Who God created you to be. You're only 14. But a 14 year old can change the world upside down. You know, what's his name? The guy that created Facebook. Was it Zuckerberg or Zuckerberg? Yeah, Mark, that, that guy. Yep. He's not named Chris, so that was good. Um, he changed the world when he was like 19 or 20. Changed the world irrevocably. Never going to go back. Social media is always here with us. He mightn't be at the forefront of it, but he changed the world through an idea. You will change the world through you. Just lift your hands right now. Father, in Jesus' name, this young man has a passion 
has a love for you, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you would continue to stretch and develop him and grow him and cause him to be all that he can be in Christ. Father, I release your presence on his world right now. In Jesus' name, now, now, now. Thanks, Chris. Blessings, mate.